everybody, welcome to another episode of Mama Group. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, guys. We have another really great episode. We're talking about some summer fun, summer tips, summer details. We had a couple of birthday parties. Yes, Mila turned five, Connor six. Connor six, Aww. and uh, some tips for throwing a good birthday party. Also summer safety, especially when it comes to water and being around pools, so something we really want you guys to pay attention we to. We have a few really important tips there, so make sure you listen. And we're also just talking about the division of having hired help versus using your family and when and can you take advantage. Yes, let's get into this. Bye. Oh my gosh, you guys. Okay, I have been dying to talk to you in person because I know last week I was talking about my birth plan and how amazing Millie's birth was and how I'm channeling that. Yes. Although I did say for the record, this baby's been acting different. Okay, this last part of the pregnancy was just bonkers. First of all, um, so I lost my mucus plug at 33 weeks, which is a little scary. Can I ask you? I never... I never did either. So what does that mean? Because oh. I never lost it. My water didn't okay. break. Like, none of those things happened for me. Okay, so so big mm. thing. So let's just talk about water. When your water breaks, you have to have that baby within a day. That is amniotic fluid. That is a big, big, big thing. You have to go straight to the hospital. Um, when you lose your mucus plug, usually you have a couple, two to three weeks... Um, a lot of my girlfriends, they lost their mucus plug um, and then they went into labor like hours later. Oh, wow. And some oh. women don't realize it. So it looks like a big loogie. Like, <laughs> like, it like looks... loogie colored or is it like bloody? So oh my some... God, is that so gross? Okay, so if you Google it, oh, you're going to see a oh, lot okay, of fine. weird Let's things. Say it's like when, you, when you're coughing and you like get that oh. flat. Well, it's a ginormous <laughs> loogie, but luckily, so mine was clear. Mine was clear. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, so... Does that mean you drink a lot of water? <laughs> No, it, that's good because, okay. you know, if it were to be bloody, that would be, like, a little suspect. Like, oh, are we actually shedding? Like, is baby Got trying it. to come down? Um, but what's weird is, so last time when I lost my mucus plug with Millie, um, it was a couple weeks before she came, and I was already almost full term, so it was no stress. But um, I lost my mucus plug uh, last time with Millie, came out into the living room and told Mr. A, and he lost it. Wait, why? I can't believe you didn't show me. Like, I don't what? even feel like I'm part of this pregnancy. Like, that is such a big deal. We learned about it in class. I thought I'd be able to see it. Oh, Guys, my God. Didn't it come out of the, in the toilet? So I peed, and, you know, sometimes, you know, you some women think it's, like, from Mattress Mambo, like, leftover Mattress Mambo stuff. What does that but mean? But it's thicker. Oh, you have mattress mambo, you know, like the good old cum shots. Oh my god! (laughs) Sorry, I've never um, heard of mattress mambo. When you have sex, mattress mambo. (laughs) Literally, nothing is registering in my brain. She didn't even know what sweet me was either. I definitely didn't know. I'm on my own planet over here. Phyllis needs her book of it. You know. So okay, so so, but if you don't vocabulary, if you didn't just have sex, then you wouldn't think that's what it is, right? And and it's way bigger, you know. Okay. All right. So. It was this huge thing. No, like, guys, we went to class that day because it was, like, on a weekend. Oh, my God. And he told the other couples, like, guys, just so you know, you need to make sure your wife knows if you want to see it because (gasps) they'll just flush it and then you won't even get to see what it looks like. (laughs) I'm so surprised that he wanted to see it. Why would he want to? It's Mr. A. He's so into it. Was he going to take, like, a picture of it? and then He felt like it's a part of our pregnancy journey. That's sweet, though. So I wasn't planning on, I mean, so anyway, so I went pee. Um, I feel like a mucus plug. It actually stuck to my leg. (laughs) And by the way, the door I thought was shut. Um, Mr. A and I do not go to the bathroom in front of each other. Yeah, me neither. Um, he didn't know I was in there. Wait, hold on. What? Wait, you guys, I don't understand this. You don't, you don't pee or you don't go to the bathroom in front of your husband's? No. Wait. And you do? 
Okay, wait. I mean, I wait. feel like actually all of my friends they like do all sorts yeah, of things wait, in front of their husbands. I mean, wait. yeah. We're mar- wait, Brandy. I can understand Brandy because Phyllis has this whole you know like we we go we have morning like brunch <laughs> together. But no, Orly, you've been with you've been no. with your husband forever. I wait, do what? not. Okay. Okay. <laughs> First of all, no part of me can understand why you would want to go to the bathroom, well, it, whether pee or not. I, I can't imagine wanting to see my husband squatting over a toilet. I, agree. I don't want to Wait, imagine your I don't even want to hear out. things. Let I don't want to hear things. Let me give you guys a little bit of a visual on this beautiful. Oh God. I don't want a visual. Well, no, let me tell you. So, okay. To give you a little bit of backstory, when I became very comfortable, I so when we go when we traveled to India, do you for have a body? It's a third world country, right? So we literally, okay. when I go, I go, I lose a lot of weight because you just you get sick. I get sick all the time. I call so that number I three. Went, it's one and two. That's it. This is this was number oh. five and six. And I went and I went with his family. We had just gotten engaged, and we uh, were traveling to India to visit his family, and. And I was like, Viral, you don't understand. I cannot eat. You know, it's really disrespectful in certain cultures if you don't eat the food that you're right, given, right? right? So my my mom, when I said, she said, you better eat all the food that's on your plate. And oh I'm like, mom, God. I'm a 25-year-old woman. Leave me alone. And I was like, Viral, just FYI, I'm probably not going to eat everything because I get really sick. Of course. Oh, no. Number five. I eat it. And that night, I am coming out both ends, front oh and back. Oh, my and God. I, I need help because in India, they're like little, literally toilets that are not, you're not sitting in anything pretty here, okay? So I had a bucket on one end, and I had the toilet on the other. And, oh. and I was mortified because my husband's, or my, at that time, fiance was helping me. And I was like, I cannot believe that this has just happened. And he was the sweetest person holding my hair wiping whatever uh, and then the next day I was like wow like if you just did that with me I know so then you're like let's just married. keep doing this yeah like <laughs> well, I get it when yeah, you're sick but then I was like but like what's the difference if okay you, wait if let me ask you to see your mucus plug what's the difference I, than that a like, lot I need clarification going to listen oh my god yeah, I mean no listen if I no, have to she's go, talking about whatever no, if I have to go number two I get annoyed because I'm also like Get away from me! Like no one needs to be here around Does he, this. Do, you he would just tell him watch. to get away from you. You're just saying he'll just walk he'll in there to like grab his shaving like, kit or yeah, something. Yeah, exactly. He'll walk like, in to grab something, and I'm like, please, like I'm going to the bathroom. Like when he's in the bathroom, I don't even want to be around it because it's just gross. Okay. But like, oh my God. I, I don't need some mind. information. Okay. Pee, when I, I go to the bathroom, if anybody would like to know that's listening, um, <laughs> you don't know what happened in there. Yeah. Like I know I'm like Speedy Gonzalez. I'm Speedy. Me too. Done and done. Like no one needs to know. I just excuse myself really quick to use the ladies I, room you know what Mike does he closes the door after and I'm like you're just sealing it in you need to leave the <laughs> door open, open. like it things need to move but wait, he just like closes the door I and then I go a, back in and I'm like I have oh, a question like, squad. in hotel rooms when you guys are traveling together yeah. as families oh, and like there's the space is so small Right? So do you do you go no, to the bathroom? No, bathroom is off limits. If I'm using the bathroom, the door is locked. It is off limits. Every, even even no. for pee? Do you take do you take Blakey to go pee? Oh, I don't lock the door when I pee. No, I but know. But the door is closed. But like, yeah. so if he were to walk in on, I like if your husbands were to walk in on you when you're going pee, is it like, oh my God. Well, I just be like, shoo. Like, but, go away. But pee? Yeah. Okay, anyways, I don't... Because I'm like, my pants are down. I'm like sitting on a toilet. Like, I mean, your pants I, are down when you're doing a lot of other things too. Exactly, and I don't want him thinking about me taking a piss or a shit when he's trying to do other things. Oh, I don't want to think about God. pee coming out of his penis when we have a oh, three-minute challenge. You know what okay, I mean? Like, minutes, Oh, yeah. I do that all the time. Yeah. I you know? mean, this could go so many, okay. so many okay, directions. Okay, continue. We, we're so going to like, okay. So he, wa- he comes walking in accidentally so I, I, when you're I, I in like feel something like, oh my gosh. And guys, in the moment, I'm actually very concerned because you shouldn't lose your it's not good to lose your mucus plug before your full term 
um, because that could possibly mean you were going to go into labor and no one wants a baby in the NICU, right? <coughs> so I have this look on my face. He walks in and he realizes like something's wrong. He looks at my face and then he looks down. And he's like, oh, what is that? And he grabs it oh my from my leg. It is thick. It oh doesn't fall apart. Oh, I got to throw up. And he picks it up. He's like, oh my God, it's your mucus plug. He grabs his phone. Takes a photo, a selfie of him with the mucus plug coming out of his nose. Yeah. <laughs> takes a hey, selfie. You oh guys. my god! And he's like, "Oh my god, this is so crazy!" He starts dingling bizarre. it like it just starts hanging from his nose. He's like, then he goes, "Babe, babe, babe, achoo! Look what I just found!" I'm like, "Wait, we're so I am disgusting." So confused as to how that is not. Yeah, is that that is completely that okay. just came out of nowhere. No, I no, feel <laughs> gross. So violated yeah. right now. Like I'm like. My body feels uncomfortable. Here's this is what's hilarious. Here's what's funny. It's Orly got here early uh, before Mr. A. He was on his way leaving to work. And, you know, the man wears a suit to work every day. And he's just like, he's so hi, sweet. Orly. You know, and now you have this visual of him. Well, which I love. And I, I, I secretly wish that he would be okay with you posting that <laughs> snot photo on yeah, Mommy Group. We need to. We need to. The only good thing is it was clear. You know, if it looked anything else, it was weird. Yeah. So oh after gosh. he, you oh, know, is funny. laughing okay. and stuff. We go to the midwife. She sends us to the hospital, and they actually did this um, fetal fibronectin test that basically checks for a protein to say, are you going to go into preterm labor? Interesting. So we were at the hospital for four or five hours. Guys, I was just so scared. Not really about, like, the birth plan, because for me, it's whatever's safest for mommy and baby. But to be kind of confronting the idea that I could potentially have a baby so preterm. Right. I just started thinking of all my mommy friends who have experienced this and just that real fear. Mm -hmm. You know, baby's lungs are not done. Baby's brain is not done. Um, you know, we have this conception that like, oh, if baby's seven pounds, the baby was baked and ready. That's not true. Like weight is so relative. It's really about how far along you are in your of pregnancy. And you want to, the longer um, they're in, the better. Yeah. So, so I was put on bed rest. Um, and it was just an interesting, you know, end of pregnancy, you know, just everything changed. So, uh, but I had to share the mucus plug story with you guys. That's hilarious. Well, now I feel like I know you guys on a different level, ladies. So So funny. Well, well, while you were, while you were taking snot shots of your mucus plug (laughs) with Mr. A. I know I missed the party. uh, I know both Orly and I have two little people, my Mila and your Connor. They're both born on the same day. They share same birthdays. They both turned five. Six. Um. Oh, yours was six. Mine yeah, was five, was uh, June 20th, right? Yep. yep. And so we both had birthday parties that weekend. Yeah. Um, so we couldn't make it to each other's. And Brandy, yeah, we haven't had a chance to talk about the parties. I know. And poor Brandy was on bed rest, so I she know. was getting much sleep, uh, rest for her. But can I just, I know we talked about this previously in past episodes about what it's like when you're planning parties and oh, how extravagant people can get. By the way, if you guys follow us on Instagram or you don't, please follow. But I was watching along both parties. And let me just say... <laughs> Ami's party the night before, there's like a crew there. Oh my God. Like hanging a balloon arch that is bigger than my house. And I'm like, oh my God, this is going to be amazing. Then she starts teasing the party favors. Well, Mila wanted to do this whole super princess thing. She's like, I want to be Wonder Woman and I want to be Princess Which Jasmine. Which is so great. So it was great. It was super cute. And so I just kind of ran with the theme and did it. And you know, I was like, we're doing this at the house and... I totally think my husband has like he's it's his little girl, so he was like, yeah. We're we're getting a DJ and we're having a bartender oh and God. I was like, What? Okay. A so, bouncy castle. Yeah, we had all this stuff. But 
obviously what that kind of reminded me of is like when you take on a feat like that and we had you know yeah. we're, we're Indian we had over 100 people at the house so it was like okay let's just have everyone here and so I was like it's like a mini little wedding and that stress on top of everything else like daily life is planning this party yeah and then it just made me realize like in certain things, obviously, there's so much division of labor in our household. But yeah. when it comes to parties and planning, things like that is on me. And I find myself even more stressed out when I'm trying to plan and then delegate. I'm like, forget it. Because it's taking me longer to explain to you what you yes. need to do or what you need to grab versus me just doing it all myself. And then, but I t- learned a big lesson. Because Saturday morning when we were prepping everything, I literally needed him. I needed my, when I say him, my beautiful, loving husband <laughs> to hang a sign and the sign just wasn't being hung properly and I kind of just blew my it. I lost my lost it and it was over a freaking banner like it was over everything right right and it was more that it wasn't fair to him although he got he he got right back in my face and he's like it's a banner and I was like you know what you need to calm down and so we got into it but I think (laughs) the deeper seated issue was that I need to do a better job of if both of us do if there's something on his plate that he knows that I can do and vice versa we need to talk about that because it was just it was way too much but they never do it fast enough I'm sorry I never with enough attention to detail yeah you're right you're right it was probably crooked and bad that is one of the things that's tough about delegating to a spouse is I feel like priorities are sometimes in different places so if you ask for something that's the details of it are important to you, but they don't necessarily think the details are important, then they sort of do it that way without thinking the details are important. And then you come out and you're like, why did I even <coughs> bother asking? Like, why are we going to put up a sign if the sign is a, a crooked See, and looks ridiculous? Like, he doesn't care. Even if I tell Mr. A how I want it, he's like, oh, it only has to be your way. I'm like, no, that's the right way. Like, the right way is for it to be straight. See, like, my, hello, what planet are you from? My husband I feel bad about because he actually will try really hard to do it my way and it comes out horrible and so then I'm like and he's like I really try I'm like I know you did and that's the part that hurts my soul to the core (laughs) because you tried and yeah failed miserably so but once everything got done it was a success and everyone had a blast and then the next day it was kind of one of those things where we because you know what I noticed too this is what happened they he we got into a little fight about that in the morning we got over it and then my parents came over, and whenever the parents come over, and they're like, "What can I do? What can I do?" And it's almost yeah. like, "Calm down." I needed, like, literally needed my parents to order pizza for the kids because we yeah. had like a big taco truck for the adults, and then it was like pizza for the kids. My dad, I was like, "Dad, I need you to call Domino's or Fresh Brothers and just let's, you know, get yeah. six pizzas." And he's like, "Okay, so I'm looking the coupons for pizza." I was like, "Dad." I don't need coupons. I just need the call. You know, I was like, here's my phone. Here's the app. He's like, I'm going to call now. And I was like, Dad, oh it took me 30 gosh. minutes to explain to them. I and I ended up yelling at And then they're like, what size? What topping? Exactly. Just and I, I, ended up yell- I ended up yelling at them. And I know that had I not fought with my husband, mm-hmm. I don't think I would have had that tension with them. And yes. then, I, so then what did I end up doing? I ended up feeling really bad about it. Called my mom and I was like, I'm so sorry I yelled at you. Then the next day, me and my husband had a call, talk, talk about it, right? Yeah. It was like, sorry that we, he's like, I shouldn't have gotten heated at you. I know you've planned this whole thing and vice versa. I shouldn't have, It's so whatever, stressful. But. It's so fun having people over, but it's so stressful. It Wait, is. but I need to know, what were the party favors? 
Oh my gosh. Well, <laughs> I feel like you turned your back on me. No. I know. Things. No. We ended up doing these little superhero bags. I love little takeaways that are actually meaningful because yeah. then they can do something. And then for the little girls, I did these little feminist books. They were so cute. But they're like, they're called the little big books. Oh, actually, I know I saw that. <laughs> so they're yes, like. Yes, you posted it. I think that's so Yes. Like uh, first, you know, all these like big women leaders. Yeah. And then for the boys, I did the little book, big books also. But they were all about like presidents and, you know, oh my the gosh, first that of is things. so sweet. So it's cute. And then the. The kids. Yeah, we'll put the link guns. below because I remember yes. seeing that. They're just little board books and you learn yeah. about all these influential people. And they were good for ages two to like five, six. So mm-hmm. it was perfect because I feel like it ranged, you know. That's amazing. You're making me people. feel like crap because no. I didn't do a party favorite. But there were also like capes and crowns involved. Yeah, everyone and like cape and costumes crown, but, and, you know, that's just. Or, or, I wish you guys could see the look I'm giving Ami because I am pissed. Whatever, Orly. We put, you had a pool party. That's That trumps everything. I did have a pool party. It was really fun. Um, it, it was amazing. actually the, like, the having the party come up was the thing that got me, got, like, the fire under my butt to get the backyard done. So we did. If you guys didn't get oh a chance to see it. Oh, my God, you guys. Super fun. We didn't do a whole big thing. Like, Wait, it I don't was even think Orly can speak to this because someone else has to do it for her because she's just, she, like, always downplays this. You guys, if you have not seen this little redo of her backyard that she did, which wasn't even that crazy of a yeah. redo, but, like, she had this, she got this gate removed, which had a lot of ivy, and you mm-hmm. put this acrylic gate up, which is phenomenal. Glass, yeah. And then... Oh my god! Just yeah. the furniture, it's everything. So this ping pong table. I can't. I can't. It's you just really, go watch the video. Yeah, go. It's under. Um, when you look at the video on my YouTube, it's <laughs> under like the giveaway because I actually did a giveaway for the incredible sofa that we got. Um, so it's part of that video. But the cool thing about it was we did it really minimally. We reused a lot of materials in smart ways, so it didn't cost us a lot of money. But so it's making good. all the difference. Wait, have we also talked about how you've reached hundred thousand on your YouTube? Yeah, we have. I'm at one hundred forty now. Ooh, I mean, and she even got she's gonna leave us flex. soon, you guys. She's gonna leave mommy group, and she's gonna it's go find her own there. like no. you know one million group person or something, whatever. <laughs> um, shut it. So anyway, it was this thing. So it was really fun to get everything ready for the party, and then we had probably like I don't know, maybe like fifty people at the house. Oh but it was so goodness. chill. It was kids from Connor's school. It was family friends. All we did was I just ordered pizzas and salads and subs. So the kids were in the pool. I bought like a a really cheap like pop-up net so the kids played beach ball volleyball in the front yard we had water balloons like really the most mellow like all the, the parents most were most summer birthday yeah. Wait, so ever. I have a question it when you amazing. have that many people because I yeah. always get scared it's the biggest reason why we have never done a pool yeah. is in our so house which stressful. we have the space for it's just all these stories about you know like having yeah. pool parties so like I have friends that will get like lifeguards on hand oh, but when that's... you have that many people I still get so scared yeah. of having the kids around so this is the thing we um we had a lot of people. There was a lot of people in the pool. Obviously, everyone's parents were there. Um, there were a couple close calls. I jumped in the pool once with my clothes on. She was fine. Uh, it was my our good friend. And she was fine, but she got spooked because the, one of the rafts kind of blocked her way to the side. And she got, oh like, nervous. So she was okay, but she was, like, a little panicky. Um, and so I jumped in. And then right behind me, her mom jumped in. And the two of us looked at each other like, okay, well, at least we're both here. Um, and so, and then there was uh, one girl, Mike, jumped in two times for her. And her, both her parents were there, and Mike was just like, she's making me nervous because, like, both parents are here, but I've jumped in twice for her. So we definitely are on it and watching, um, you know, but you do, you have to be careful. I mean, this is that time of year where you hear these awful stories because people are at pool parties and the pool is, even if even if it's not a pool party, yeah. people are in the backyard and sometimes <laughs> wander into the pool and you don't notice it. So gates that are really, you know, our gate, the new gate is actually much safer than the old gate mm-hmm. because it's got a handle on the pool side that has to be 
pulled out and pulled towards you so the kids can't do it from outside of the pool. They can get out of the pool, That's but awesome. they can't get into yeah. the pool because they're not tall enough to reach up and over and around. So I feel safer now that really no one can get in there. Um, but yeah, I mean, this does bring up, obviously, like I think we have a couple of good tips I, that I would really like to share because the close calls at the party did prompt this conversation between yeah, the three of I us. Yeah, I mean, so I'm from Arizona. Everyone has a pool. And so the ISR classes, infant self-rescue classes, are extremely popular in Arizona. What I noticed here in California, because we're so close to the beach, people have pools. It's not really a thing. Yeah, it's not. Um, and you know, and it's an investment. I mean, it can be upwards of like fifteen hundred, two thousand dollars to get your child to know how to self rescue themselves. It's not swimming class. It's basically how to, um, you know, if they get thrown in the pool with their clothes on, how to swim to the side, how to float, how to tread water. Very much survival skills. How? What age does that start at? When you say infant, like how oh, early? I think six months. Okay. I mean, before they can even sit up or at the same age as them. Yeah. And um, I actually was talking to uh, one of the swim teachers that were thinking about hiring to teach Millie how to swim. He's a former Olympian. And he was just talking about the importance of getting children acclimated to the water early because they have this false sense of safety when they're in the bath, when they're in the pool, when they're in these floaties. So um, this is something yeah. that I talked to the girls in our mommy group guys about, um, just going over. Because I think one of the things is people don't realize that drowning is the number one killer of children ages one to four. I cannot believe that. I, I, I had no yeah. clue. This is like something that pediatricians should be talking about all the time. You know, we, we worry the so much. number one? We think oh about screen gosh. time. We're freaking out that our kids are eating french fries, that they're eating red dye. And it's like the number one killer of children. And in seconds. Is Literally drowning. seconds. It, it is so, I mean, it gives me chills just thinking about all the stories I've heard. Um, and also there's something called dry drowning. <coughs> so a lot of times um, I heard a story of this little kid. He was um, playing with one of those like wind flutes, those long like, yeah. uh, you know, almost like a pipe or yeah. whatever. And he accidentally sucked in water because he was playing in the pool. Oh, my gosh. And he was acting tired and so forth. Anyways, luckily, his his mom called the doctor. The doctor said, bring him in immediately. Um, and he had water in his lungs. And so there is something called dry drowning. Wow. We're not going to get into all of the different ways. But Although, something that you just said, Orly, that made me, um, you know, just think about this is... Summer safety is important. Being safe around the pool is important. But so often kids are drowning when no one is in the pool. Yeah. No one's wearing their swim trunks. But there's plenty of people around. But there's access. So um, here's just the top three things I wanted to get into that I want all of you mamas to know um, for summer safety when you're around pools. Just the top three. We obviously talked about gates. There's there's ton. But if you you know take anything away from this episode, number one is supervise your children, being present, and no phones. We are so distracted yeah. as a society yeah. by our phones or relying on, you know, another parent to be, you know, checking in. But during gatherings, adults who know how to swim should take turns being the designated watcher or the lifeguard. Um, I've even heard, like, my friend, she'll, you know, pay for a lifeguard to come to the pool party. Right. But then it almost makes the parents so lax about keeping an eye on their child. Mm -hmm. Drowning does not look like drowning. It doesn't look like a child's flailing, try, you know, at the surface. They just disappear for a second. They disappear. Like they it's gone. quiet. Um, my brother almost drowned, and he was, like, arm's length away from me, and I was a little kid as well. Um, and, it, you know, you think they're fine. You think they're just, you know, swimming away. Uh, so you have to designate someone to watch the children in there. Another thing is if your child is under four, even if they can swim, they should never be in the pool unsupervised. 
Um, and you should be at arm's length. Can I ask a question? Floaties, is that something like... That was my next one. Okay, so yeah. yeah, don't rely on air-filled floaties, foam toys, water wings, noodles, inner toys, inner tubes to keep children safe. So even if your child knows how to swim, even if everyone, you know, are like water babies, someone should be in the water and then someone should be designated watching. Um, and then teaching children to swim is huge. You know, it doesn't prevent drowning because a lot of times children and adults, you get disoriented. Or, um, you know, you just go under for a second and then you can't catch your breath and you get exhausted and tired. You can't swim to the side. Um, and the last one is learning and knowing CPR. Uh, I follow a lot of people on Instagram who are nurses that, are, that share this. So there are so many resources. You don't necessarily need to go to Red Cross and get CPR certified. It's a bonus. Um, the last lady that was watching Millie, we paid for her to be CPR certified. You know, one adult should at least know it. And again, this is because you're hoping you never have to use it. Right. But those are just the three things we want you guys to keep in mind. I know, I'm having like so much anxiety right now. Well, th that, that was... Ugh. That, I, I don't know if you guys follow her on Instagram, but fun, cheap, or free. She's a great. Mm -hmm. she, she always does these fun coupons and, like, all that kind of stuff. But there was this whole article on her just talking exactly to what you guys are speaking about, the gift of presence, the time my son almost died because I was distracted on Instagram. And her post made me, like, literally cry because it was – she's just talking about how 4th of July is approaching, and she was, like, having a lot hard time actually talking about this and – She's just very raw and honest. Seven about years it. ago, this seven years ago, seven years to have the guts to share mm -hmm. the story because she felt so guilty. And it's 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 scary, but I think it. I think a, I, what's really nice about it is that most of the time we talk about how people were met with so much contention and like judgment yeah. when we post things yeah. like this. But because of her real authenticity, I think she was met with a lot of grace. Like a lot of people were, thank you for your honesty. Yeah. And I think it's a good wake up call because I'll tell you, you know, like I think we're in this interesting stage in life. And uh, our generation and generations younger than us, you know, we're all like, we're cool parents and we're we're not like what our parents were where it's like very strict and very yeah. not mm -hmm. strict or there's the lines are blurred a little bit, right? Like we're just as cool as our younger cousins and this and that. And, and so with that comes the sometimes for lax, I guess, mm -hmm. uh, mindset around it's cool. We'll have a few drinks and, you know, we can be inside and the kids are in the pool and I am completely... Uh, I will 100%, I'm guilty of this 100%. And you forget. Well, it's tough when you, so here's the thing. I mean, it's <clears> tough <throat> when you reach a point, you know, especially um, Orly who has a pool whose children are used to being in the water. It's so easy to be like, my kids got this. Like they know yeah. how to swim. Right. Yeah. But we forget that they're still children. And, and like our job is to protect it's them. Our job. happen too. Like they can slip on the concrete, hit their head and fall in the pool. Right. Like they can know how to swim when they're swimming, but who's to say that something doesn't happen that catches them off guard or that panics them or that, yeah, they get a gulp of water and they freak out or, you know, this was even the thing with the, the floaty, the big not float. being able to yeah. see anything, not getting knowing, getting caught under the floaty. And when you're little, a regular inner tube looks like a boat. You're like, mm -hmm. how do I get out? Where, which is the right way to go? So I think that panicking, I just Googled this because I didn't know what the answers were here. Just a few things. Cause all of a sudden I'm like, Oh my God, what are yeah. the symptoms of like a dry drowning or like a secondary drowning? So a dry drowning, you normally notice the symptoms. It says within like an hour for a secondary drowning, it can take up to 48 hours, mm -hmm. which is just like. This just is a little bit of a mind F because it's like yeah. you go in the pool and you have to like keep an eye on your kids for two days afterwards potentially. So it, it kind of stresses me out a little bit. But it's <coughs> difficulty breathing or speaking, irritability or unusual behavior, coughing, chest pain, low energy or sleepiness after a water incident. So what I would be curious to know, and, and I kind of want to do a little more research on this, but is what does water incident mean? Does that just mean time in the water or does that mean a close call? Well, so I, I read a story about a child who died from this. Yes. Um, because the parents just thought that he was extra tired. 
you know, or that he was coming down with something. Yeah. And then when they... Like, this is making me think I was in urgent care with Blake the other day. Well, when and she the, had this cough and she had this thing. We were in the pool for, like, for oh four days gosh. straight. So like, right now so I'm having like, a fucking yeah. heart attack. Well, when they trace back, again, it could attack. be it could be something where yeah. they just um, yeah inhaled water and you didn't realize it. I mean, th- that's why I'm, I'm using this like inner tube or like this little windpipe as an example because that was a story where they were all playing in the pool um, or a water gun, you know, where you just like inhale water and you inhale it into your lungs. But see, like this is also where I get so scared because we can, we obviously are very worked up right now, all of us. I know you are. I know you're yeah, really I'm stressed like, out. Like it's making me so nervous. Like I'm sure it's just exactly what the doctor said, but all of a sudden I'm like, what if it's not? What if I've been sending her, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just like, oh, Blakey's so out of it. Blakey's whatever because she has been because she's sick. Well, I think she's sick. Mm-hmm. Giving her fucking Tylenol. I'm just like, well, oh some, my god! Sometimes like they have to attack. do an X-ray to see if there's water. Yeah, they didn't in the do lab. that. The doctor yeah. was just like, "Oh, it's viral. Like it's viral. We, there's no but reason there for is, even antibiotics." There is, there is, there is a viral thing going around right now. Like there is, and so I think it's like a hacking cough. So now I'm like, "Oh my god, I'm having a heart attack." I know. So uh, I think this is a really great lesson, though, in general. Like when <sighs> friends get together and we start Absolutely. talking about yeah, things, paper is oh, that okay. you know it's it's real. I think the the hard part about all of this stuff is navigating through it with our feelings and everything because. What happens is we, it's easy to work ourselves up around this. And listen, you did everything right, Orly, that you were supposed to do. You took her in. You know what I mean? I think yeah. that's, the, that's the first thing. And you did. You took her in. And so you're taking what your doctor, the professional, said to do. And now, obviously, this is bringing up other feelings of like yeah, maybe like something. Fear. Yeah, So if that's the case, know. I know. And so if that's yeah. the case, Thank let's, you know, obviously, let's go back in and get her an x-ray. But Of course, Brandy has think... the cutest tissues. Like, of course, they're not plain. There's like lavender on no, them and like little bottles of perfume. Someone, Phyllis. Someone brought these. I don't know. Yeah. I go I to grab like a crunchy paper towel and she's like, here's the tissue. And it's like a piece of art I would frame. <laughs> Oh, I this think is the worst. Okay, whatever. New topic. No, but <laughs> I, I will just say it's really hard sometimes to bring up topics like this because it's so easy, especially as parents and moms, to get very over emotional because it's such a tangible thing to us. And right? also, I don't want people to think, "Oh my gosh, my child, you know, um, spit up water." They now there's water in their lungs. We have to go to the ER. I mean, you real there. Yeah, you have to watch. No, it. Yes. but but there's so you're right, and there are so many times where the opposite happens, where it's like I didn't think it was a big deal because they were just coughing, and yes. then I, you waited long too long. Mm-hmm. So there is no rhyme or reason to this. I think it goes back to this whole idea though too. If you as a parent, I feel like there really is the sixth sense that moms. Yeah, I was just have. gonna say, trust your gut. Trust your and gut. Then, yeah. Knowing this, you yes. know. Knowing this information, right? Um, information. At least is power. you'll be you'll yeah. you'll be aware enough that if something happens and you start noticing a little something, yeah. maybe you'll act on it sooner than you would have had you not known this. So like, I'm glad I know. Yeah. Even though, like, yet again, I'm the one crying. No. And that's always the that, one crying. And that's Why what that article said. So the one that Ami mentioned is, you know, this woman, you know, thought he was fine. Um, but she ended up taking him to the doctor, and he did have water in his lungs from dry drowning. So. Okay. It happens. Can we move on? Yeah, let's I'm move on. Um, this, I, I wanted to kind of bring this up just because, you know, it is summer and so there's lots of things that kids are off school and so that means various random schedules and all that. Um, I found this article that was really interesting on grandparents babysitting. It was kind yeah. of just about like when you rely on your family to babysit. And I think this was interesting for me because my husband and I grew up really differently in that sense. My parents both worked full time as engineers, and so we relied a lot on, you know, outside help. We didn't have a nanny, but we had, you know, friends babysit right. and neighbors and all that stuff. Whereas my husband grew up with his mom, um, worked up until she had kids, yeah. and then she was 100% full time mom and took care of him, right? And yeah. raised them. And so for us, our model was very much we're like, I'm like, 
for me to be san- like sane, I need to have outside help. So yeah. we have part-time nanny. I did have full-time when I had both the kids at home. But um, I have half my family that is very much strict around childcare, meaning they will not rely on outside help. They are very much... They do it themselves? They do, like well, they stay at home? No. They, they work full-time, but they very much rely on our family. family. So our parents... So everyone else has to suffer because they have this Well, rule. and, and you know, they, <laughs> like, they may not think about it like that. I feel like their mentality is very co-op-y, right? Where it's just like, when you when we need you, uh, you'll be there for us and vice versa. The hard oh, thing well, is... if they repay well, their yeah. Well, the hard thing is, is like, they're a lot older than us. So when, when we were 25 and not didn't have kids and we had all the freedom, right? Yeah. It was a lot easier for us to do it. Yeah, sure, you need us to do this? Sure, 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 sure. We'll skip this and this to do that. Have they helped you, you out since you've had kids? They have, of course. Okay. Um, so then I guess it evens I out. I think that... How I much? Think what I, happens is like summer... School's out for summer and every parent is like, how am I going to fill the time that school did with childcare? Like, is it the grandparents' responsibility or if you have family that live close? Well, like, what I do think, you do? Well, I think there's a couple of things. This is why the whole... And I'm treading carefully here because I don't obviously... I think... Everyone has is entitled to have their own approach with child rearing. I think yeah. the part for me that becomes difficult is when you are then, you have to realize when you rely 100% on your family, you are then putting those people out. Yes. Uh, as, you know, maybe you're not paying for the child care. And obviously money is no issue for them. It's the fact that they just didn't want outside help. And to me, it's like you're then putting other people in a position where then it, it, it puts them in a hard bind, yes. right? Because I'm like, maybe it's not that... I didn't don't want to babysit, but I have other things that I need to get done, and so my time is not being valued then, right? right? Because Absolutely. then it's it's like that has precedence. And what I was saying is, of course, it's reciprocated, but it's different now that they're my kids are younger, but now their kids are older. They have so many other activities, right? It's yeah. it's one of those things. As you get older, we find I'm finding and learning that. Gosh, I thought one to four was hard. Like yeah. you know, six and up is even harder because that's when they have. Activity after activity, right. So who's doing that? If they don't have childcare, how's that being handled, right? I think that's interesting because, like, I've always had a hard time with asking um, family to babysit because I I would rather pay someone and – because then there's no guilt in it. I'm not asking a favor. Like, I'm hiring you. You want this because you need the money. So this is a win-win for both of us. Whereas when I feel like I'm asking a favor, I really make sure that it's – and this is just me personally, and it, it also is a part of my personality across the board. I don't like asking favors. Yeah. I prefer to pay for them so that, again, it's a win-win on both sides. But, like, I will use that as a last resort. I can't get coverage. Mom, I'm screwed. Can you help me out? Because my dad still works. Yeah. My mom is usually, she works, like, sort of. She's a general contractor, so she'll have a job, and then she won't have a job or whatever it is. Um, but they're like redoing a house right now. My mom's at the job site every single day doing the house. It would be a real inconvenience for her to miss a full day right. in order to come and, and watch the kids. Whereas my husband's family, it's completely different. Like Mike's mom, once she retired, she is way, way more available for help in a way that like my family never was. Like right. that dynamic. But they also live on the East Coast. Yeah, so they so can't help yeah, us, yeah. but like the way they help each other over is there. more over there than like the way we do well, over here. Yeah, I mean, our parents the same way. Like, I want grandma and grandpa to be grandma and grandpa. Yeah, if they lived closer, I would love to have like a setup situation where it's like grandma grandpa time, not necessarily like you're going to nanny on these yeah. days. Well, wait, like, this was interesting because this this article uh, from SitterCity.com it explains why this one couple. And again, everyone has their own way of doing things, but it says why I don't ask grandma and grandpa to babysit. And I thought rule number three was really interesting. Every day isn't my child's birthday and shouldn't be treated as such. And I say that because, you know, that one, uh, she brings up a lot of good points. 
or he, I don't even know if this was a guy or a girl that wrote this, but I think it was interesting because to me, it's exactly that, like the boundaries of like expectations. There are certain things that I expect to be done um, with my kids and how things are done. And obviously I don't think there's any better teacher than my, my parents or yeah. my in-laws. The issue is, is like, no mom, they don't get a treat for yeah. finishing this. And that's the, that's the bonus of when you hire someone that you're paying to care for your children and follow the same parenting or so forth than when you have grandma and grandpa. Because yeah, the lines are skewed and then it becomes this tension thing yeah. because yeah, they're letting them get away with whatever. <laughs> and I'll tell you, there's a premium obviously for certain things, right? Like I think when my kids were a lot younger, I wanted someone that could mainly offer that nurturing like baby, you know, like do yes. you do this well? Are you are you mm-hmm. clean? Are you All this kind of stuff and are you trustworthy? Now my kids are getting to an age where it's like, you know, I want them, if they are gonna have outside help, I want it to be someone who's challenging that maybe can help them with homework or like yeah. activities and stuff like that. Something that matches where they are in their exactly. life development. Exactly. And-, and I do think that that obviously comes with a premium. Like if you want someone that's going to be able to almost be a tutor slash babysitter. Yeah. And to clarify, we're talking about people who have the financial means to hire someone of but course. choose instead to rely on family help, right? Yes. This isn't for, there are plenty of people who don't have the funds. Exactly. Both parents have to work and they rely on whoever can help out because that's the situation they're in. That's obviously not we're talking about when you have the choice right and I think it's like you guys were saying it is I never feel comfortable putting uh like expectations or requirements on a favor like if you're doing me a favor I'm just appreciative and you do it how you want to do it and that's when it's hard you can't really say excuse me you were supposed to do x y and z when someone's helping you well you want to hire a professional for a job not ask a family member for a favor because then what happens is especially if you're doing it on the daily that favor is slowly going to build and turn into resentment. It just will. And you're just abusing that relationship. I have a girlfriend who uses friends who don't have children to do favors a lot for her children. And it blows my mind that she expects, like, friends, like some of her girlfriends, to, like, use their day off and to help out for, like, four hours. That's actually, I was going to say, I don't care if you're a stay-at-home mom. I don't care if you work part-time. It is not okay, in my personal opinion, to constantly rely and take advantage of someone that that has that schedule or that flexibility because to me again it's just a disrespect of that person's time you know unless it's and again everyone it, it can be reciprocated everyone's situation might be different if this is making you think like oh shoot am i taking advantage of so and so if it's reciprocated it's all good yeah and, and that's something and that i do offered. like i i wanted to do that with millie when she was younger um and i did it a couple times um and then and then the mom ended up starting work full time but we did this kind of like trade off where she would drop her daughter off and i would watch her daughter for i don't know like 4 hours max with millie and then um vice versa you know she'd take millie for a couple of hours and i think it was awesome because that's amazing yeah we just kind of did these trades here and there I yeah. think that that's a cool thing and that actually is a is a really neat idea even as we're talking about the summer and like mm-hmm. how do you fill the time and what are you doing now that you're still working but there's no daily school, daily childcare? How do you fill that? And even just that idea like for all of us, not only the three of us, but all of you guys listening, to create your own mommy group. Go create your own group that can be a community where you guys can almost create like a camp, a little mommy camp where you take turns. So maybe like put together a group of 
I don't know, five to 10 moms that are in your area that are sort of like-minded. Ami, you always talk about that. You want kind of moms who share your your general sensibilities so that you're on the same page and say, okay, hey guys, what about like on Mondays, Orly watches, like Orly and Ami watch everyone at Orly's house on Mondays and the other six moms get to drop off their kids for four or five hours, do all the things they need to do. And then on Tuesdays, we drop everyone off at Brandy's house and then Orly and Ami have the day off. You can create this sort of, environment whether it's short term for just a few hours or whether you guys need to really create for yourself basically a full-time and coverage. I think I think like that mommy works daycare really well exactly like your and own mommy even group. if you're not necessarily like dropping off the kids right. the fact that especially during the summer I feel like it's so easy to like run out of ideas yeah. because some of the typical classes you're involved in you know aren't available right and but I want just to speak having to those activities already set like I'm on this group where the moms will be like hey we're all gonna go to the blue lagoon on Wednesday bring a snack to share and I just so love cute. that it's saying like, we have the same thing with like do. the park on Wednesday I nights. I also want to speak to like, cause I have so many full-time working moms that are always super stressed about, you know, well, how am I contributing to that? Yeah. And to me, I'm always like, I feel bad because I'm like, don't worry about it. If your kids are there, even with a family or outside help, they can easily drop um, them off. And I always say like, if I, if I'm working or if I have to be somewhere, I'm like, Oh, I'll provide all the pizza or something, you know yeah. what I mean? So that way that's cute. I'm giving my, I'm, I'm helping I feel like I'm contributing in some way. And so I just want to say also, and then that's why I will say like-minded too, because let's say you know, you have demanding hours and you have 10 hour days that you're working or 12 hour days, then maybe it's the weekends that you guys are doing that and time sharing or not right. time sharing, but like doing but yeah. that sort of situation where it's like on Saturdays, you take the kids to do this for the park. It's easier to uh, like go balls to the wall and plan a day when you know you're not planning every day. Yeah. So if you're and like, you're okay, on your own. Yeah. this day's on me. And like you said, even if everyone parents included are coming over if I just know that okay for one day I'm responsible for coming up with some fun things for us to yeah. do it's on me one day as opposed to the anxiety it could create if you know Monday through Friday and it doesn't even need to be <gasps> at the house like something that um, a couple of our friends do will just be like hey we have a standing reservation at this park bring your blanket Love that. snack time and it's your own little mommy group it um, is. I have some ideas on my website like non-toxic play-doh and just some other cool Cute. activities Cute. Um, that you guys can do the site, keep the site is busy. Uh, down below below by the way um for yeah and, everyone's website. And, and for those listening that are either new moms or don't even have that sort of group or foundation yet there's so many great um platforms out there like next door is really great if you want to meet new moms even things like peanut or you don't know if you guys are familiar yeah with peanut. yeah it's i just fantastic. joined peanut it's so great because it's literally specifically for moms and it's it's like, Do you know if you can create a group on Peanut? Like, could we create a mommy group group on Peanut that oh, everyone that know. listens to the show and we could, know. like, have a conversation on mo- on Peanut? Oh, I don't know. That'd be interesting, though. But they're all also, like, mommy face group pages right, in exactly. each area. And usually yeah. it's invite only, which is nice because then you know that those moms are in your area. We'll have to look into that. Yeah, yeah that could be really cool. That would be cool. But, yeah, I mean, there's so many things that I feel like uh, are out there. So if yeah. you guys are, you know, I because I, I do run into a lot of moms that are like, I just don't live in an area where I know that many moms. Yeah. And so, you know, there are resources like that out there. So, um, anyways, that was that was an intense one, you guys. We went through, like, a oh lot of Oh, my God, like, I went through all the emotions. We talked about peeing in front of each other, and then I hysterically <laughs> cried. So it's a good day. <laughs> um, um, let's get into our products. Yes, okay. I'm going to... I'm going to go first because mine connects to what we just talked about. Okay, fine. So, Brandy, fine. I mean, Ami, what's your name? <laughs> Brami. Brami, back up off my, my shiz. Um, so, I just did, uh, I did something that originally I started as a project to do with Blake, as a fun little project, and then I realized it works for adults too, and I ended up doing a whole YouTube video on it. But this is something that could be a really fun activity to do with kids during the summer when you want to fill the time. So, we all know temporary tattoos. 
uh, everyone, my kids are obsessed with them. They'll cover their whole arm in them, and I just yes. think they're so funny and so cute. They look a little tatted, like you know. <laughs> my friend just got her white trash. It's so cute. Uh, an entire a sleeve, like a full body sleeve. <laughs> really? Yeah, that's they're so really cute. funny. What I realized though um, is that you can put them on clothes. You can put them on shoes. Really? It's what? incredible. So I had this idea because I did. Do you have to seal them? No. Well, it's not going to, la- the whole point is okay. that it's not going to last. Okay. So like you do, I'll put it on like a dress. Oh. I put it on a t-shirt and then when you, she'll wear it for the whole uh-huh. day and then we put it in the wash and it's brand new and she can make a whole new one wow. the next day. It's really fun. I did metallic ones on my own personal leather jacket. I did butterflies and flowers on Timberland boots. So you can really do them on anything. The process for applying the tattoo is the same. Although I do give a couple of tips on the YouTube video, which I'll link below, but it's just a fun activity to do with kids because it's. Parents and kids can both have fun doing it. They can both do it to I their own I also like the stuff. temporary. How and it's totally temporary. Stuff. I don't I, I did you. A, I did a segment a while back where I put the temporary tattoos on Easter eggs as a way to decorate uh, oh, Easter eggs. Oh, that's cute. And so oh, I, was, I have seen that. Okay. And so I was thinking cute. about it and I'm like, you know, if it transferred onto something that wasn't skin, then maybe this would work. And I tested it on one of Blake's dresses and it was so cute. And if you do it on something that's stretch, towards the end of the day, it'll start to look like a distressed graphic, which looks really cute. And then it'll just, you can just wash it off. So just a fun thing, an activity to do with your kids, something that you personally can do that's fun and that your kids can also do. Um, And again, it's temporary, so you can can do them every week. Um, Okay, so I'm gonna start with mine. Mine's a little beauty one. I actually love these lipsticks for summertime specifically. Um, I do this little series on my YouTube channel called Drugstore Dealer Dump. So I kind of just review something and do a wear test. So these ones have been out for a while, but I just recently used them. This is the NYX, so that NYX brand. Um, powder puff lippy so if you guys like liquid lips oh, but like sometimes favorites. they're really dry you know what mm-hmm. I mean I hate it because I always use liquid lipstick because I like the longevity of it but, but in then summer I, it can just like melt and then I and, like, hate end that look when you have like the inside inner yes. lip you have that crack so these are great because they literally are powdery so they they're like a it's almost cream to powder formula. They're mm-hmm. hydrating. But if you want like a stain versus an actual full-on lip, like maybe you love the idea of coral lips, but you're like, I'm not going to walk around nine to five with coral lips. Yeah. We, they have the most beautiful, vibrant colors, but you can literally pat it on and it's just a flush of That's color. That's also just perfect in the summer. I, I know. I feel like I'm always hot and, and sweating. I, and I did a whole wear test, you guys, and my biggest thing, I was like, it's going to crack or I'm going to look like, an, you know, like what the heck is going on all over my teeth and I hate when I get it on my chin if I'm eating a sandwich. Yeah. It was phenomenal. And you guys, it's under 10 bucks. It's good stuff. And it's got that little yeah. puffy thing. Yeah. It's one of my favorite because it blends out really pretty. And, and it, it looks doesn't like bleed. a popsicle stain almost. Yes. Your lips just look like Exactly. It doesn't, it doesn't bleed either. Yeah. That's one of my biggest things. That's a good things. one. This yeah, is a so. good one. And it comes in 16 shades. So Excuse you know, me. Great for lots of skin tones. Yay. Well, I was inspired since we were talking about summer and water safety. So in our backyard, uh, this is always a hit when kids come over. We have this inflatable slip and slide. Ooh. And... Um, um, it's so much fun. We have one of those like little slide, like just cheapy little slides. So we'll put it at the end and then Mills will go down on her belly. If you guys follow me on Instagram, I always post this because I just love how she is so fearless. <laughs> She'll go down, go down the slip and slide. There's like this little tunnel she goes under. Um, there's also a splash pad that's attached to it. So if you have little ones that really like don't want to go down a slip and slide, um, I just think it's one of those great summer activities to have. It's so easy to roll up and just keep in a Tupperware container in your garage or something. Um, But I love hosting little get-togethers, and this is one of those activities you can set it up, 
you know, the moms and I will just hang out on the grass and just watch them have fun. And it's not the pressure of having like our kiddie pool or if we had a pool. Um, it's just kind of that in between where yeah. they're still staying cool. It's almost like, a you know, having a water table. Yeah. There's just something, something so fun about it. I just played with Millie on with at the water oh, yes. table before we started recording. <laughs> and I, I, I felt like... I felt like very special. We talked so much about her that oh, I was, I felt like I was with a celebrity. Sweet. Like she and I were playing and I was like, like, hey, like where's the water, where's the water go? And she's like talking to me, but like not really. She's like, yeah, uh-huh. She's so cute. And I was like, what are, are these circles? Yeah. Are these squares? Yeah. Her favorite color. Yeah. Orange. Orange. Oh my God. She no, is blue. the most delicious. She is. She Devastating. Really is. All right, guys, that is it. I know. That was a good one. I, I like this one a lot. Thanks um, for listening. Yeah. If you guys are enjoying the show, you know the one thing we ask, please share it on social media. Share it in a text message. Share it with your mommy group. Um, it really helps us grow, and then we get more feedback, and we can really fine-tune the show and figure out exactly um no. Also, yeah. I, I, we read all of the awesome reviews you guys leave us. So thank you so much because that just lets people find us easier. So please subscribe and leave a review. Just one little line or sentence about Mommy Group. And we are also constantly um, updating and looking at our Instagram page as well. Um, Mommy Group Pod. At Mommy Group Pod. And also on our individual Instagram handles, we, send, we tend to get a lot of DMs there with um, topic ideas. So we are absolutely listening to those and we are incorporating them actively um, but we will let you guys know when we are incorporating them too. But please keep those coming because the the constant communication is something we thrive off of and we just love it. And we really, really want to make this uh, a, a resource that you guys can look to to kind of just either have a laugh or kind of learn something new. So keep it coming, guys. We love you. Thank you. Yes. See you next week. Bye. Bye.